This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Happy, happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, very happy in the office. Yes, we are uh, lineup uh, media today. Did you take a microphone, Andrew? Uh, on October 31st, uh, this day in history. And, you been uh, drinking? And uh, the festivities have already started. Right. We're already tipsy. This could be a shambolic episode. Aren't all of them? Well, do you know what it means? Yeah, the right, disheveled well, mess. Very good. I did not know. And that. we're gonna let's make it even more disheveled by having yeah, Andrew producer along. Andrew Allen. Howdy, let's happy add Halloween. to the carnage. Yes, yes, have, yes. Well, look at his, look, he his He's an astronaut. Suit. Look I at him. Just got back from space. Yes. I forgot uh, my razor up there, Armand. You know no. who he is? Uh, oh yeah, his birthday Michael is Collins. Today. Michael Collins was the only born one left. On October thirty first. The no Aldrin is Aldrin. No, dead? he's dead. Buzz Aldrin died. Buzz is dead, right? No, I don't think he's dead. I think he's, he's not. He's still alive. I think he's a little. We well, you know Armstrong's dead. Well, a, yeah. A A and C, right? Abel, uh, Adam, and uh, Cain. Yeah. The first three on the moon. Yeah. First three on the, on the it, earth. It doesn't say he's dead. Buzz Aldrin still around. I, I know he's a little. Little, uh, well, you're wearing your NASA flight suit, so yes. I guess you should know. Well, it's standard issue here at hey, LMG. Listen, he could be uh, chaffy and die on the uh, No, let's not pad. fry him. God's sake. Ed White, Apollo 1. Just way to bring it down. Right. Well, so happy, we're celebrating it's a, it's uh, Halloween, but our 50th birthday. Our, one, of our, one of our show hosts here, uh, podcast show host as he refers to him, the Ocho Man, John Okabinjian, turned 50 today and if you've never heard some of his programs, such as Behind the Eight Ball uh, or Armenia Proud, which is really his uh, one of his two loves, a great show about Dallas Arme- and Armenia, about Armenian yeah. culture, uh, and uh, with guests galore. I've been way. one. And let me tell you something. Did you know the lady from Curb Your Enthusiasm who uh, sometimes hooks up with Larry David, notably the Palestinian chicken episode? And uh, in this season's uh, episode where uh, Larry has a fatwa against him. Fatwa. Fatwa, yeah. Uh, but she's been on the show. Is she Armenian? Yes. I don't know yes. that. Yes. Yeah. She, out, out there in the Armenian. he Armen- had Gregory Peck on there? I don't think so. He's Armenian. He's Armenian? Good. Yeah. Uh, but the, Andre Agassi? He, he, a huge guest from the Armenian community, not just in the United States, specifically in the Los Angeles region, which you know is uh, yes, infested. great Armenian. Yes. Not right. infested. Right. Not infested. But what do you do a, with the Mormon infestation? Well, you exterminate them, right? According to the governor That's of Missouri, Missouri, 1834 or something. Um, All right. Let's so get he to also, work. but I'm he not, also hosts this encomium. He also hosts Cowboys. He's not that significant. Cowboys podcast. We'd like you to he check also out. Kick me off his show. Yes, we've both been fired from the behind swine. the eight ball, and that's how this yeah. show got started. Right, castoffs from Ocho Man. Yeah. So uh, check out Armenia Proud. That includes Andrew too. A toast to Armenia, and check out uh, Cowboys podcast, all about. The Dallas Cowboys, America's team, and uh, you know, check out behind the eight ball for some real body talk. All right, now let's check out some history. Huh? All right, today let's get to it. 1802, fire your retro rockets and get out of here. The Empress Irene yeah. is deposed and banished to the island of Lesbos. Well, I, that's the place to be banished, I guess. If it's where it all started, Armand. I'd like to be banished to Lesbos. That's where I want to go. Ever been there? Nope. I've never been to the Greek Isles. I've never been to Greece, but I would love to do a trip through the Greek Isles. That's why I mentioned oh, I don't Lesbos. Know. Is that the Dodecanese? I think it is. Or the uh, Cyclades? Ah, uh, good question. I think it's the Dodecanese. I think I it's know. the Dodecanese because it's it's the Aegean side or in the Aegean Sea. Oh, yeah, they all Where, are, though. Well, no, the others, there are, um, Mediter- or there are Greek Isles in the Mediterranean oh, well. proper. All right. Well, I'll have to look it up. Yeah. But Lesbos, again. The origin of the word, of course. Of course. But also, all kidding aside, very beautiful place. I've never been there. I yeah, wouldn't, no, I wouldn't the know. The Greek Isles are just, they're well, stunning. The Aegean. Now, the, the, how about the Isle of Mandrakos? I don't what know. What movie was that? Uh, Clash of the Titans. Guns of Navarone. Oh, yes. I used to watch that as a kid all the yeah. time. 
1517, now here's the one that changes the world that we live in today. Not for the better. Little gentleman named, uh, well, little German guy got uh, upset. Yeah. He did. He got upset, Armand. Well, he, he was upset about, basically what he was upset about is that uh, one of the popes, not Julius II, the next one, uh, was it one of the pious, I don't remember which one, but we've been drinking. How are we going to do a show? We're half in the bag already. Oh, no, it's going to be great. But uh, anyway, uh, he wanted to build St. Peter's, you know, a basilica that was fitting of, of God and the Lord and the Trinity, etc. you know. And uh, so he... He had a great idea. Why don't we sell indulgences? Yes. Good idea. I'm all for that. If your sins... That's what set Martin Luther King... Uh, if you Martin can't Luther confess, off, you yeah. can pay. So Martin Luther, on right. this date... That's, he had a problem with that. In 1517, tax up the 95 theses on the door of the Castle Church in Wittenberg. I always, I always think of the National Lampoon. I don't know who the artist was. Martin Luther... Nails the 95 feces to the door. Doesn't he nail his thumb? He's got, <laughs> no, he's got shit all it. Feces. Feces. It's, the it's 95 hilarious. Feces. It's a great cartoon. He's got a bunch of turds nailed to you the gotta door. You got to be. I'm, That's funny. You got to be really pissed off to well, sit down and come up with a list of 95 grievances. I could come up with more than that against the Catholic Church. Yeah, but some of them have got to be repetitive. Come up right? with more than that against Franklin Roosevelt, too. Well, I think you'd have a better time. And global warming. Yeah, I don't know that you could get to 95. You, I think it's a stretch. I, I, at I some could point. get to 95. You know. I think it's a stretch. But All he did it. All right. In and he was the professor of moral theology yeah. at, at Wittenberg and the town preacher and. Uh, uh, town drunk? No, but uh, the indulgences thing. I swear to God. I love it. That's a great idea. Yeah. Man, well, what, I did what wrong. a great way to make money. Let me write you a check. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. Boy, if you're a priest, your sins are. That's a great racket. Wait a minute, hold it. Hold and it. it's yeah. tax exempt. You sinned and you're going to hell, but. And it's tax exempt. How would you like to get out of it? Armand, yeah, let's right. concentrate well, on the big part. Right. There, it, hey, well, this is before the 16th Amendment, so okay. we have to worry about capital gains on your indulgences. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. What are you drinking? Tequila. Straight. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's one, oh this is wonderful. Oh, it's it's one it's the literally the best straight tequila I've ever had. Oh my god, I can't drink that. So there you have drinking it. Drinking a screwdriver. We are still All right. living in a world affected by Martin Luther's I'm not. not well, I'm yes, you are. Yes, you are. You may be an atheist, but but the the Reformation, the uh the split of the church, it, it affects everything. It affects everything. If you were Irish, you wouldn't be saying right. it has no bearing on you. Has no, hey, listen, global warming is going to kill us all. This has nothing to do with it. Hence, it's completely uh, non sequitur. All right. 1864, we welcome Nevada. Yeah, battle-born state. As the 36th state, the silver state. During the Civil War. Was, yes. Yeah. And, uh, One of my favorite states. I'd like to move there. Why don't we move the whole— There's a lot of incentives. talk to Jeff about moving the whole Dude, thing. Dude, there's a lot of incentives I'd to love living to in Nevada. Vegas. Uh, Vegas, Damn granted, right. there's some, you know, you got to live in the desert and you got to put up with some stuff. Deal with that. Um, and it, it, certain things can be expensive, obviously. Such as what? There's no taxes. There's no income tax. No, no. The state What's doesn't expensive? need it. Yeah. No. Well, water, your electricity, eh. you know. You're still out in the Steal middle of the, the water like L.A. does. Yeah, you could do that. The Colorado River. Yeah. You All could right. do that. Okay. Um, Desalinization plant. You know, I've driven through a lot in Nevada. There are some pretty scenic parts. Ever been to Reno? Yes, Reno's I love kind it. of fun. Well, the Tahoe area. Yeah, the whole area. That, nice. that whole border area in the middle. With, I like with that. I could, I could live there. Just gorgeous. And if you lived on the Nevada side of Tahoe, I got to say you're doing it right. That's what I would do. I'd live in that, Nevada. I got to say you're doing it you're right. Not too far from Sacramento. If you lived right where Michael Corleone set up shop. Yeah. On the good side of the lake. Unless you get a visit from the senator. Well, then you yeah. You, we know how to take care of senators. That's easy. I despise you and your whole fucking family. G.D. Spradlin, remember? B.A. What a speech. Yeah. What a speech. <laughs> Senator, we're both a part of the same hypocrisy. All right, all right. <laughs> but don't ever think it applies to my family. I remember she was laughing. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
only thing left is our friendship. The, the, when Tom Hagen comes into that room, yeah, and is just soothing the whole situation. It, that's Duval. We can make this go away. Absolute best. Oh my! We've God. done it before. Yeah, oh, they always so do. Now, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Spacey now he's on the hot seat. Yeah, he is. He should be. Jeez. Should be. I tell you, you know, if they don't start, fuck with children, this how, is the, how, time out, Armin. How loud do, do does our public have to scream this at anyone, regardless of sexual orientation? Do not screw with children. This. Don't. Well, hey, yeah, but listen, how far is this going to go? Because you know, Hollywood. If this is good, every, everybody's going. Yeah. Take them down. I don't give a damn. Well, what's going to happen then? What's the end game of this? Well, the end game is hopefully less children is get his, abused. Is his career ruined? Yeah, I think it is. They canceled House of Cards All already. Right, so he'll get other acting. You don't I don't think know. He's getting any acting uh, I don't know. I guarantee you'll get acting jobs. Okay, maybe. Maybe but... a lesser, you know, you know, less than his usual fee. This is a talented guy, too. Well, fuck him. You're right. But don't hire him, but they will. Okay. Well, that's the same problem. See, Hollywood and the NFL are no different. But what are the... If you can play, no matter what you've done... So someone will put you on the team, of course, unless you're Colin Kaepernick. I don't know. Yeah, can he play though? I don't know. Uh, I don't think... He's good enough to be in the league. Not. I don't know, I don't know about that. I, I don't I, know if, if he's I'm a an starter. owner. I, that guy's that guy's kryptonite to me. Well, he I, is, I don't but touch that, that guy. Yeah, but they've I don't touched care if other he's Jesse Owens. Look, I mean, you know, uh, other other guys got right back into the league who did crap. And I'm yeah, but not serious that. crap. Yeah, but not that. What huh? taking a knee? Yeah. Oh, so oh, that's that hits. That's worse than beating the wife. I didn't say it's worse, but it's perceived as worse. Yeah. Oh, that, well, there's a problem. It is that it's even because perceived NFL as fans. Worse. Well, I, I don't know about the, that. They're completely. Well, there it is again. Your hierarchy of evil and good. Yeah, I know. You know, you say this is worse than this, and this is worse than. But I'm telling you, most people, they'll forgive a guy if he says he's sorry for punching his girlfriend. There's no. But they victim. won't forgive him for there's taking no a knee. There's no victim. To Colin Kaepernick's action, whether you agree with it or not. That's correct. But that's, that doesn't matter no to most people. That there matter. is a victim to guys like uh, Greg pe- Hardy, Ray Rice, Adrian But Peterson. if you say you're sorry, people will accept that. They won't accept you kneeling at the national anthem. They won't accept an I'm sorry for that, some which pe- he won't say anyway. Some people won't. He doesn't. Unless, if he did, but I mean, just saying, if he says, I'm sorry, I was wrong, I love this country, and he goes to a game and puts his hand over the heart and and mouths the, the words, I doubt he even knows them, but mouths the words the national anthem, I bet he'd be forgiven. Hmm. This country has this amazing capacity to forgive. Do right? they? I think so. Hmm. Now, whether it's... Ask awesome. Hillary Clinton that. What are you talking about? Everybody hates her, not because of what she did. <laughs> that has nothing to do with what she did. That's her personality. That's just, Look at Bill. It's just her personality. Right. They love him. Yeah. Right. Well, he's, he's, yeah, they They've forgiven him. Bubba's a rock star. Right. Uh, 1913, the dedication of the Lincoln Highway, the first automobile highway across the United yeah, States. Yeah, more or less replaced by I-80. Now, right. I-80 uh, now. now. the Lincoln Highway, uh, it's not that they built one highway. They just linked a bunch of right. pre-existing roads together and declared it a highway. The true national route, though, in my 66, estimation, no, no, it's no. not. It's not. What, 60, the Appalachian Trail? No. The true national route <laughs> is Route 50 from Ocean City, Maryland, that ran all all the way to San Francisco. Now, it runs through our area because I grew up on it. All right. So it's a, it was a coast-to-coast highway, and uh, it wasn't a super highway with you know two lanes. What's each the way. longest interstate? Today? Yep. Uh, is it 80 or 90? 90. 90 yep. is the yep. longest because it does take some weird jaunts around the Great Lakes, add some miles yep. to it. 10 is pretty long, too. That goes from Jacksonville to San Diego. I think like, the shortest is like I-367 or something. Oh, really? Like, 18 miles 18. or something <laughs> in West Virginia or something. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I call that an interstate. That's no, a, it's not. You got to go through I'll two states to be an interstate, right? I would think. It's intrastate. Shortest. Yeah, yeah but they, you know. So I would like to drive the entire Lincoln Trail. Why? Just, yeah, just to see what was on it. See, I'm not like that. I, I, I want to get there it. as quick as possible. No, I want to see I want to experience America, Armand. I happen to love this country, <laughs> unlike you. You like Colin Kaepernick? Then you hate this country. Uh, yeah, I was always indifferent about Colin. All right, how about FDR? Yeah. Um, no, I, I told you early on. I read the book "Traitor to His Class." I think I was pretty, uh, pretty up to date. That's on the FDR. one. I don't think I have. You got that one? I haven't read that one. Uh, yeah, that is by. Uh, hold on a second here. Damn it! Who's that by? See, yeah. I thought that I thought the thrust of that book was that. He was, you know, because he's obviously a patrician, mm-hmm. and his a trade as a traitor to his class, 
that was not a pejorative term. That was saying he was a traitor to his class of being yeah. aristocrat. Yeah, but if you read it, it still it still tells it's you in, scathing. It's still, no, it's not scathing. It That's just, what I thought. I thought it praised it, it him tells, for being a it tells you enough. man of the common men. Hey, just because a book is praising someone doesn't mean you can't read it and go. If it's praising FDR. And go, oh, I garbage. see what's going on here. Well, I'll read it if you have it. Yeah. You don't have it? Yeah, I got it. All right. Uh, 1922. Oh, Benito Mussolini (laughs) made prime minister of Italia. Well, he did okay at the beginning. He got a little out of hand, but Uh, that's what they all say. Speaking of FDR, where do you think he got all his ideas from Mussolini? (laughs) Fascism. That's what fascism is, by the way. It's not killing Jews. I didn't Fasc- say that. Well, so I'm, I'm just saying it for our listeners who oh, probably okay. know it anyway. Fascism is government running businesses yes. and telling them how much they can charge, yes. who they can hire, at what fixing, rate. R- yeah, whole, right. Yeah. And what do you think the New Deal was? What do you think NRA was? You think he just made that up, FDR, after he read a Zane Gray novel? No, he didn't make it up. Why to get drunk every? You ought wow, to. I'm really going off today. 1940, the Battle of Britain is officially over on this date. Wait a minute. How about 1917, the Battle of Beersheba? That's how about big, the Battle of Beersheba? The last cavalry charge of all Ooh, time. Wow. And, and by the way. Are you sure, though, that's it's really the, sen- the yeah. last cavalry charge? Because yeah. didn't didn't the polls. Well, when a guy says, hey, it, it, put your rifles away and yeah. take out your bayonets, yeah. that means a the cavalry charge. Because the polls were still on horseback yeah, in but World I think War II. Rifles. Okay. I don't, know, I don't know if it's just horseback. Because, I mean, you know, horses were used on the Russian front. Yeah. But anyway, oh, God, this yeah. is a all this is a cavalry charge, like Lancers, the fourth light horse cavalry. And they took the city. Of course they're fighting the Turks. You know, what the hell they they can only kill people that are unarmed. But uh anyway, that was nineteen seventeen, so this is a centenary. Wow. Yeah. And you Hmm. Oh, no, it. I didn't know it was the last cavalry charge because I still thought it came during World War II on no. the Polish-Russian. 1917. 1917. And that's the answer to the trivia okay, question. Okay, so in 1940, the Battle of You ever heard that term, from Dan to Beersheba? No. It means you've no. gone the long way around the bed. Ah, uh, okay. okay. I searched from Dan to Beersheba. Yeah, I've never heard that. Yeah. So uh, the German Luftwaffe, essentially... Doesn't achieve their ultimate objective Operation over the skies sea of lion. right over the skies of Great Britain, um, and on October third, this is 1940, mind you, not 41, not 40. This is 40. Yeah. So the English have have struck a blow early on, and it saves them probably from invasion. Control the sky. Of course, we had to go to war with them because we were always threatened by an invasion too. You know, they couldn't even cross the English Channel. But they could cross the Atlantic, so they were an existential threat to the United States. Well, in 1941, um, yeah, the Reuben James, the Reuben James. Now it's a destroyer, and it's a United States destroyer, and it gets hit. It's also it right, gets, It's also an escort vessel for a convoy of British right. ships. Yeah, no, it is. So, and basically, they weren't even aiming at it. But it got hit by a torpedo from a German U-boat right right off the coast of Iceland. Now, 100 Navy, U.S. Navy sailors would perish in this. Right. And this, for all practical purposes, it's the first U.S. Navy vessel sunk by enemy action during World War II, although the United States is, A, not in the war, B, (laughs) war has not been declared officially, and Pearl Harbor is still a month and a week away. Well, that's what I'm saying. So we have, of course, we have outrage at the Germans. Which is misdirected. Where should the outrage be? What idiot sent these guys to escort British vessels? But, of course, FDR, this is all part of the deal. That's what he wants. He's putting our boys in harm's way, so this will happen. In your, this is Gulf of Tonkin shit. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. But you're really okay with Europe just going all Nazi. I, no, they, they wouldn't have. He and Stalin would have fought each other and bled each other to death, both of them. If we just stayed out. You didn't know you that. You think you'd have beaten Stalin. Hold on. But you didn't know that in 1941. FDR didn't care. He just wanted to get in the war. Okay. That's the problem. Had he thought, you know, a, a, a mind that's mm-hmm. that. Of course, now he thought Stalin was a great guy. He wanted to. He couldn't wait to help Churchill and Stalin. He liked Stalin better than Churchill, actually. Well, you love Stalin. I don't love Stalin. You like him. Me? Yes. Stalin? Yes. Are you kidding? I say let him and... Let he and let him and uh, Hitler fight each other to death. Whoever a, wins, great. Yeah, and whoever one of them loses, yeah, true. And the other one's got nothing left. Yeah. It's a better, it's a better outcome. What? When, since when do I like Stalin? Passive indifference 
Interesting. No, it's called benign neglect. Benign in the medical, neglect. Right, in the uh, medical terminology. Okay. We're not going to treat you. We're just going to let you bleed to death. Well, it's better than what they've done. First, do no harm, yeah, you know? Yeah. I took the strategy. I took the, is that part of the Hippocratic Oath? Yeah, okay. first, do no harm. All right. 1941, same date, Mount Rushmore is completed after 14 years of course, years the of second work. one is the one I kind of, first, second, do no billing. Oh, that one I kind of avoided. Yeah, you kind yeah, of avoid I didn't like that. that one. All right, what, what are we talking Mount about? Mount Rushmore, completed after 14 right. years. 14 years, enough's enough. And it's not, it, by the way, it's Guts not really Borglum. It's not really completed, in my mind. Uh-oh. What, do you want to put Obama on there? No, 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 no. The, if you ever see, you know, George Washington, George Washington, you can see the chest and sort of the lapels of his jacket and everything. Yeah. And they intended that. Oh, they want to do a bust? Yeah. I mean, they intended, that, you know, for it to be, you know, sort of a mid-riff and up. All right. Well, they Go ran, look at the original. Probably ran out of TNT. Well, it's a lot of rock. Yeah, who cares? So, to me, yeah, Listen, if Cary Grant can dangle from his nose, it's That's done. That's true. It's done. Well, if a goat can balance on his nose, north by northwest. Yes. In fact, that was supposed to be the name of the movie. The what? man who, the man who, uh, who dangled from George Washington's no, nose, Abe Lincoln's nose, something like oh, that. Lincoln's yeah, that was supposed to be the the title. It's not a catchy title. Well, first of all, there's north no by such, northwest ain't catchy either. It's though. okay, but there's no such direction. North there, by northwest. No, there is no such direction. I think there's north northwest, but there's north north by northwest. Yeah, I was, you are correct. There would be north northwest or west west by north whatever. West northwest. Well, there's all those others too, but there's no north by northwest. Northwest is just 270 degrees on your compass. I'll, you know, or is if it? I wasn't drunk. Or I, is it? I'd test you on no, that. No, the west is 270 degrees on your compass. Well, west would be south is 180 and east is 90 and due north is Zero. No, wouldn't do north be 90 degrees? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends on where you... You start at zero. Well, north... Well, that's where... If you're starting around. north at zero, yeah. west or, is 90. No, east is 90 if you're looking north. Well, they're both 90, but they're in different directions. They're 90 degrees, but I mean, I'm going clockwise around the... <laughs> How many radians? I don't know. How many minutes and seconds? <laughs> well, it'd be... Well, there's two pi radians in a 360 degrees. Okay. So figure it out. I don't want to. So if it's 90 degrees... That'd be two pi radians over four, so it'd be a half I'm a radian. As you're looking at the compass, it's two hundred. If you have I'm a not looking at a if compass. you have a bearing, if you're in an airplane, Armand, and they say uh, uh, change course to bearing two seven zero, that means fly due west. I don't know about that. What if you're fl- already flying due west, and you say to fly two seven zero? Then stay on present course two seven zero. No, two seven zero, two hundred seventy degrees would be no because be like you're because you're changing Armand. Never, never, listen, never listen. pilot an airplane for me, please. You'll just fly around in a circle. When I say go, point to the left. Remember that? Mo and Curly? No, wait a minute. Holy, he said the left. The left. They're same face in opposite ways. All right. Then Larry comes in and points the other way. He gets slapped. 1943. Right. Uh, I love the uh, Corsair. It's my favorite plane of World War II. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. You've been watching too many Baba Black Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's what I grew up on. The F4U Corsair. Wasn't uh, good for carrier landings, I'll tell you that. No, they had to use a Hellcat and a Stupid Wildcat thing. instead. Well, yeah, the air screw was too long on that mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the uh, first successful radar-guided interception by the U.S. Navy or a Marine aircraft occurs with the F4 Corsair. What were they uh, well, intercepting? The yeah, they got Japanese on radar. They oh. give them a bearing. Two seven zero west. You'll hit. Boy, we'd we'd collide if you'll they fly right them. into them. Right. That's what they did. That's how they killed Yamamoto. Yeah, that's true. Now they already got him. Not Yamamoto. That was P thirty eights anyway. Yeah. Was it the Yamato that was the battleship, and Yamamoto yeah. was the admiral. admiral? I always get those backwards. Uh, who was born today? A lot of birthdays on Halloween. Yeah, not How too many. So I'm just going to run through them. When you, I get to one you want to say something about, you All go right. ahead. Well, uh, Vermeer, the great yeah, painter. You know, I like Vermeer. I like by yeah, the way. girl with a pearl earring. Yeah, 1632. View of Delft. Oh, pretty good. 1795. John Keats. Yeah, I like him. Now, I thought you might have some poetry by Keats. Well, truth is beauty, beauty, truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is all you need know on earth, and all you need, that is all you know on earth, and all you need know. 
owed to an Grecian urn. Owed to an Grecian urn. Okay. Owed on a Grecian urn. Chiang Kai-shek, born in 1887. He died like 25. He died young. I like Keats. I like yeah, he did Keats, die young. Yeah. He died in 1821. TB. Tuberculosis. At uh, at the age of He 20. wasn't doing too bad until the doctor started treating him. See? Yeah, do and, no harm. He was a doctor, by the way. Oh, he was? So he knew he was dead. We started coughing up blood. He uh, knew he was old. Chiang Kai-shek, born in 1887. Yeah. He had yeah. become, of course, the first president of Taiwan. Well, Chinese, Generalissimo. Yeah, Generalissimo. He he blew it. <sighs> Boy, history would be a lot different if that had gone. I think he would have rather had the Japanese take over China than Mao, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, th- I could see that, right? Yeah. Now, that was the conference where he, what was, was it, uh, Cairo Conference, where he met with Roosevelt and Churchill. Yeah. Once, once Mao gets it, buddy. Oof. Yeah, that sets oh, the this state. guy killed a few himself. No, I, I, we I, talked about the. Uh, I know, but when not, he blew not, up the dams, the not Yellow like River. Mao. No, nobody. Mao's numbers yeah. are so impressive; they're just yeah. statistics. Right, he'll never be. Well, you never know. But yeah. 1920, Dick Francis, the jockey and author. Right. Well, Boy, most re- of his mysteries were based around the based race around track. the racetrack. I'm sure Ocho Man would yeah. love it. 1930, happy birthday to the man who didn't get to set foot on the moon. Yeah, the he just had module. he just had to drive around the block. While the guys did their thing, which is okay with well, me, it's a hell of I think a deal. I'd rather have that deal. Oh man, it, it, you got to think it hurt though at some level. You go all the way there and That's, you don't get to touch laid, it. He got laid just did as much he? as they did. I hope so. Sure. Uh, 1931. Anybody, Dan- man, but these astronauts really got. Oh, man, back in the day, well, they got some. Oh, I think so. Tang. If you watch the right stuff, I think the allusions to what like uh, Carpenter and uh, and. Uh, Oh, who is that? Uh, I forgot. Who are the, who's Dennis who are the Quaid's play? character? Was he Grissom? I don't know. No, Grissom was a kind of family guy. Glenn was certainly a family guy. And I think I think, Sh- I think Grissom's real name was Ivan, right? They had to change it because that, yeah, that sounds that's too Russian. Russian. Yeah, that's Gus. Scott Carpenter. <laughs> well, who were the Mercury Seven? Let's see. Scott think, Carpenter, John Glenn. Well, yeah, but Glenn's a family. Deke guy. Slayton. I think. Yeah, I think Slayton um, might have done all right. Who else we got? You got to imagine they they walked into Gus a Grissom. they walked to an, into a bar somewhere on Cocoa oh, Beach. Shit, man, are you kidding? They're like uh, rock stars. Absolutely. Uh, Alan Shepard, that's five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shira, Wally Shira, that's six. Who am I missing? Gordo. Oh, Gordon uh, Cooper. Gordon Cooper, that's seven. That's it. Got them all. The na- nicknames are great. Deke, Gus, Gordo. Yeah. Deke Slayton. Yeah, I think he's the only one who didn't go up, right? I think he's the only one who didn't do didn't do a Mercury. No, he did an Apollo. He was sick or something. He did an Apollo Soyuz. Yeah, though. yeah. he was sick. Yeah, first joint American uh, Soviet space mission, nineteen seventy five. Deke Slayton, and we've been friends ever since. Mm-hmm. Did you see that nonsense about like they had one hundred twenty million Russian on Twitter or whatever? Did you see that on today? Facebook? Yeah. So what? You know, if you're going to be globalized, we're globalized, right? And you're telling me that other other governments can't put out some kind of political ad? Well, well, then censor the damn thing, okay? I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, no. I don't have a problem with it at all. That how uh, many do you think the Chinese put up? Oh God, they probably put a bunch too. Well, I have no idea. Well, I don't either. But what? That's the whole point, right? Facebook, etc. What are we going to be China, where you where you have to censor everything? Uh, uh, the problem is, Armand, people weren't. Didn't know how to discriminate. The, the problem is people are stupid. Well, that is a problem. Right. That's but, the problem. But we ain't going to get away from that problem. But what are you going to do? Okay, so you censor the internet. You try to educate and say, and I, as I did, I told people who were posting, said, this is not real content. This doesn't exist. This is from this is from a, a who knows what source. But So if you're vacuous and fatuous enough to get on the internet and think that everything you read is objective Scientific, over emotionless. Ha- over, over half our country thinks that, Armand. I can't believe that. Yes. I can't. The, the veriest imbecile in Granite City knows that that can't be true. Uh, sadly, it is. Nah, I don't know about that. This stuff was shared. Well, the problem's not Russia. The and, problem's yes, here. Yes, the problem's here. Well, then what are you going to do about that? Censor the internet. I That's the answer I, to all I, our. I didn't. Did I say that? No, I'm just saying there's no there's no solution then. So get over it. Is this so cataclysmic then? That's all I'm asking. When I kept saying the Rush, Russia influenced the election, this is what I mean. They posted fake news stories. 126 million Americans were exposed to them in some form or fashion. 
I don't know about that. No, I do know about that, and you do too. It's a, it's a stat. It's real. Because Facebook has the reporting on how many things, how many ads, and what the reach is. I deal in this every all day. All they have is who are exposed to it. Dave. That's what I said. You, wait a minute. Now, I you, didn't say influence. I said exposed. Right, wait a minute. You think the average Joe Lunch Pail goes on, actually goes on the internet, right, and has some sort of political um, angle, reads an article, reads an article on no, Facebook. They don't read. Changes. It. They, they read right, headlines. They they read headlines. Okay. And this is how the vilification of certain people was accomplished terrifically. And you think it was skewed inordinately toward Trump? Yes. Bullshit. Yes. That's bu- Because that's someone baloney. someone did not want Hillary Clinton in power. Oh, yeah, me. Yeah, well, no, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> you think Putin was afraid of Hillary Clinton? Go, go watch Frontline. There's a three-part documentary about this with real reporting behind it. Or is that fake news too? What's it on? Frontline. Fake news. Oh, for, okay, yeah. See that—that's the classic response now. Anything you don't like, anything anyone doesn't like, no. Hashtag. I don't fake know what news. they put on there. That's fake news. Okay. So well, you're it's saying not, it's not fake news? It's biased news. You're saying there's no such thing as as legitimate reporting anymore. Correct. Okay. There's no such thing as objectivity. And that goes for Fox News. That goes for CNN. goes for MSNBC. Why don't you, you, said watch, it why, don't you why don't you try watching one and distilling it and seeing what you really think instead of just saying fake news? Because they all that's have, a cop out, Armand. That's see, that's a cop out. No, that's the truth. That's no, reality. It's not the truth. It's you don't a, think these guys have any agenda whatsoever? They're completely objective. Give me a break. See, you're the one living in a fantasy land. Okay, uh, yeah, you I'm just the, don't know it. Yeah, I'm the fantasy. I, listen, I know, I know. Fox News is they're they're slanted right. Yeah. CNN slanted left. You just don't admit it. These guys front line, they're slanted left too. Okay, they're slanted left. There you okay. go. Okay, I don't like mean that, I don't like what I'm hearing. I'm not they're discounting left. what they say, but that you have to admit that they are slanted left. Oh, going, so, everything's going to be skewed against Trump or low taxes. Uh, a border we, wall, etc. So no reporters in this country none. Are, are skewed towards not. the facts. None. No, none are objective. They're all going to report with their own object, their own agenda. You are the first guy. You're the guy that's decrying all this for months. And I agree with you. You got to distill yourself. Well, you just said it's entertainment. They're, they're, yes, Fox they're News going, is entertainment. Oh, you know why? CNN's not. What is CNN? That's objective, cold, emotionless journalism. Everything they even the New York Times said ninety two percent of their stories are anti Trump. Yes, they well, are. Okay, because because he merits that. Because you're playing to your audiences. Right. right. I think the guy's done some good stuff, excellent stuff. I think he's done some dumb stuff, but not not by and large very good things. Three percent growth, two two quarters in a row. If Obama had done that, he'd be the new Abe Lincoln. If Obama had done that, the the, uh, the right would be screaming that the statistics are. Well, I'm are sure false. I'm sure Fox News would downplay it and just say it's the resiliency of our economy. Mm-hmm. But but you know you and I both know we've it's not. A, see, we've entered an era where, where we truly are in post truth. It just doesn't matter. No, we're we're in an era where there's no objectivity in the press. Then there will never be objectivity. I know there won't. Which means that lazy ass America has to get off their ass and which, read, and which think. I've been saying for a long time. So watch my watch the Frontline documentary that I just recommended, and distill for yourself. Okay, what? All right, even granting you that. Okay, the real problem is we've done over that. We've gone over this. Yeah. No one's going to. You're very few people are going to do that. Well, not only that, but it's like you haven't decided who you think is going. You know, you know what Trump wants. You know what Hillary wants. You're so stupid. You haven't decided until somebody on Frontline or Facebook or Twitter or something puts something up and says, hey, this is Hillary's no good because of this. And right. that's because I say so. Well, then you're an imbecile. Right. Well, half of America thinks she gave uranium to Russia. Well, half of you. It's completely debunked. What do you mean it's debunked? It's completely debunked. What do you mean gave it? She sold it. It's not hers to sell. She okayed the deal. So did nine other governmental agencies. That makes it okay. I can see you have not done any She's research. She's a secretary. On I've read. Whatsoever. I've read more than you have about I it. I doubt that. Oh, really? Yes. You think it's okay that the Russians have twenty percent of our uranium? Yeah. See, right there it tells you you're already off. They don't have twenty percent. Yes, they do. Oh, no, they do not. What What source are you quoting? It doesn't matter because you'll call it fake news. Well, you'll call what I say fake news. And right? therein lies the problem. Yeah, you're fake. 
you know what you're talking about. There's Therein the lies the problem, Armand. Because your confirmation. Well, here's the solution. Your confirmation. Alcohol, the solution and cause of all of life's right. problems. Uh, it's the, the universal solvent. Vodka and orange juice. Dan Rather was born on this date. Oh, <laughs> fuck him too. <laughs> Dad, there's my point. That makes my point. Listen, I can't wait till I don't. I don't have the heart to tell you I built. I, I built most of that tirade based on Dan Rather. What's coming yeah, next? Yeah, yeah. Here's one for you, Dan. <laughs> yeah. How old is he? I hope he's uh, what ninety-seven or something. No, he's no, old. he's uh. 1931, no, wasn't he? 1976. We all watched this in school. Yes, we all cried. We all cried, boys. Probably the girls did too. But Brian Piccolo <sighs> was born on this date. At now least we see. can celebrate. Who that. played him? Was it Khan? James. James Khan did. Yeah. Yeah. The Jewish cowboy. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. And who was uh, Gail Sayers? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, was it Billy D. Williams? Yeah, Billy D. Yeah. I've seen that movie a long time. God, that guy. That 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 one. They'd show that in, in, yeah. to us in grade school. Yeah, but now that I don't follow the NFL anymore, yeah. it doesn't, it's, doesn't have the impact. Brian Doyle Murray, brother of Bill. Oh, is he? Never heard of him. Oh, he's in all the films, too. He's got bit roles in all oh. of them. Like he is if the, I had a brother, sure. He's the chief of the caddies in Caddyshack. That guy? Yeah, that's Brian Doyle Murray. Let's see. I'm, I'm thinking of the guy, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, like they have the fight at the yeah. with the gumballs. Right. You know, that's Brian Doyle Murray who comes in and breaks that He's up. He's kind of short, right? Yeah. He is. Yeah. He yeah. Is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's Bill's brother, John Candy, born in 1950. God rest his soul. You know, soul. Maureen O'Sullivan said he was a great actor. She thought he was one of the best actors she ever worked with. I think John Candy could have been a very good dramatic actor. He had. I like, uh, I like John Candy. John John had an ability to really emote. You know, he was a very expressive guy. That was that movie he made with her. She was his mother, remember? Uh, Only uh, the Lonely, right? Yes. Is that the name of it? Yes, where he uh, he's having a relationship he's trouble. A, he can't really get yeah, a girlfriend. She's his mother. And she's the mother. It's a good Maureen film. Maureen O'Hara. That's a good film. Yeah, she said he was a great actor. Uh, 1950, yeah. God damn, Candy. Well, all those fat guys, they don't go long, man. Him you know the, the classic, guy? you know the famous John Candy story? Maybe. Super Bowl Twenty Three. No. Oh, you never heard this? Make it quick. Just before the Niners drive down the field to win the game, uh, as they come onto the field, they're in the huddle. Montana looks over before he calls the play, and he goes, guys, isn't that John Candy over there on the sideline? And it was. And it just relaxed the Niners just a little bit, and then they drove down the field. That's why they call it the John Candy drive. never heard of that. Yeah, it's true. All right. Or is that fake news, too? It depends on where you got it. No, it got it from Joe Montana. Fake. <laughs> he loves avocados. Can't be fake. Nick Saban. Born Did he in- vote for Hillary? I have no it's idea. It's fake. 1951, Nick Saban. Where's he coaching at? Alabama. Oh, yeah. The most successful coach in college football history if he wins it this year. that. Good grief. Do they, they're just, that's a machine. The process is what Saban calls guys. it. They've won enough. 1961, Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah, I know him. What do you think of him as a director? The I'm scale. Seen, You've I'm never seen, seen any of the Lord of the Rings? No. Shame on you. I'm not going to put in three hours on some stupid J.R.R. Oh, Tolkien God crap. Sake. 1961, Larry Mullen Jr. Happy birthday to U2's drummer, Larry Mullen Jr. No idea. You have no, no idea, do no. you? Okay, great. Johnny Marr. Again, no, Armand. No comprende. Yeah, the lead guitarist for the Smiths. One of the most important rock bands of the 1980s. I like the Jones. They weren't as successful. Uh, 1963, Dunga. I've heard of him. Yeah, great Brazilian football player, and he would go on to manage in Brazil as well. Another great footballer, Dutch, Marco von Bastian. Well, he he must be pissed off because they're not in this one. Well, Man, I'll tell you. They didn't do well in his playing days either. Right, Although he won Civil War. He won everything you could at the club level with AC Milan. I can't remember. I can't even imagine World Cup without the Netherlands in it. Man, it's unthinkable. Man. 
Boy, I truly, really I mean, the United States, up. you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Right? Who cares? Okay. But come on. The Dutch? Yeah. No Dutch? Boy. Jesus. They're you know what best. that? You know, They're probably the best by the way, team never to have you won. You know what that means to Russia? What does it mean to Russia? Well, that's an easy. They the, the Dutch travel like a college football oh. fan base travels. Oh, so it's not they good. travel in droves. No orange. No orange army in Moscow. That's I'm telling you. If you don't get the well, right nations in a World Cup, you can have empty seats at stadiums. I don't think Putin cares. He's too busy influencing our election. He's working on 2020. They work on all elections. So does everybody else. Just like the U.S. and China do. I know this. All right, good. Uh, Vanilla Ice, born in 1967. Yeah, whatever. And my name of the day goes to the English-Turkish footballer of uh, some repute back in the 1990s. Is it Muzzy? No, Muzzy is it. Yes, it is. Muzzy is it. Happy birthday. Is that a palindrome? Yeah. All right, I think you forgot 1928. Did I? Andrew Saris, who I Saris. really... Yeah, S-A-R-R-I-S. This guy's a dick. Oh. Um, he, he's a cinema... Um, critique? Reviewer, critique, yeah. Yes. Crit- critic. Uh, he's the guy that initiated the auteur theory, which is total horse shit. It's take not out total horse Chap- shit. Well, I mean, if you could take out Chaplin, maybe, and Woody Allen, and maybe Orson Welles, who's... Even he's really not. I mean... He's, no, no, no. He's In adapted. fact, we're going to talk about he's John Hausman later right. on. He's a... He, well, yeah, he's a director. These guys, the director is the author of the movie. Well, anybody that's written a movie... Knows, knows that's not director. true. Yeah. Now, if you want to sit down and write your own screenplay and then direct it, right. more well, power saying, to There's you. not that many that do that. Keaton, no. Chaplin. Right. As, if, as in... Uh, I don't forget who the guy, the writer was... He went up to, uh, what's his name? Uh, you know, the. Lubit. I guess Tarantino does to a degree. Maybe, yeah. I'll give him that much. He steals everything, but he, you well, know, he pretty good, much he writes. He steals it. from yeah. good stuff, though. Right. I give him that much. But uh, no, the guy that went up to Ernst Lubish. Ernst with, with Lubish. The, yeah. The Lubish Touch. Great director from the 30s and 40s. Okay. Anyway, he, he went up to him and goes, here, put your touch on that. It was an empty script. No, no writing. <laughs> the writer did that. Yeah. Put your touch on that. Bunch of empty pages. And Sarah's here thinks that, you know, this is a, so he, if I was a writer, yeah, I would, uh, yeah, I would, I would say just frame up my shots. Right, boy. Well, that's what, you know, the thing is it's axiomatic. No director can make a great movie out of a lousy script. No, although a, a, a lousy director can, you can make, make a, a bad pre- movie out of a good script. You can make a pretty film out of a bad script. Maybe, but that's all it's going to be. I've worked with a lot of directors that thought they could write. Yeah. I've never met one yet that can. Yeah. So, all right, back to the events to wrap things up. So, Andrew Saris dropped dead. 56, dead. Uh, the UK and France, uh, they decide uh, to begin bombing Egypt to them. force the opening of the Suez Canal. And more balls than Ike did. Well, they nationalized the canal, and yeah, uh, did. England didn't like that. That was Nasser, right? Yeah, Nasser. Yeah. And they, well, and they work with the Israelis, and uh, the Israelis attacked from yeah. Sinai, and yeah. they kicked their little she- pincer movement. A there. pincher, yeah. yeah. Uh, 1968, the October we'll surprise. Filter ate him. Johnson, President Johnson. This uh, is the first, I believe. He announces uh, that uh, all all the air, naval, and artillery bombardment of North Vietnam will stop effective November 1st. Yeah, how this was supposed to help uh, yeah. Humphrey, I, I don't know, but that's don't what I think that's what it was all about. Don't. It didn't. So. Although apparently his poll numbers went up. Great. Yeah, he Great. was. U.S. He, soldiers lost their lives. He was proud as punch. Let's just. Well, who cares? Yeah, this is all. Well, about, I care. Goddamn it! Well, that's because what I'm saying this is all about the election. Yeah, because you po- guys get killed. Politics are now playing a role in this. Oh well, yeah. Forget it. We'll just let the Ho Chi Minh Trail come on down. What bring this, all what the supplies. This, what is the thrust of this show? Politics has always trumped. Jesus. Men's lives. What do we go to war for? In World War One. Thanks, Woodrow Wilson. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, as if this is something new. No, it's not new. Right. It's just well, people, as I'm saying, the government. 1984, and this is the date in Dara Gandhi is yeah. assassinated. She was assassinated only, by two Sikh security guards. She's no only life. shot 30 times. Only 30. You think she'd survive? So riots do break out. I think out. she's got the David Rizzio's got the stabbing. 57. Record. 56. Uh, 56. I think it's 56. Like Dimaggio's hitting streak? No. No. Well, yeah, and the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, I thought you always said it was 57. Ooh, I'm off look by it up. one. I've had a few drinks. So I'm off know. by one. Uh, but anyway, but the riots. She's got the bullets. Uh, the riots that break out in New Delhi. 
and other cities around India result in over 3,000 Sikhs being killed. Yeah, if you know anything like about Sikhs, this is a peaceful... Well, it's supposed to be. Spo- yeah. You know, and God's sake. It's peaceful as Islam. Crickets? <laughs> That's fake news? No? Well, let's, let's see. Anyway... Just, yeah, it's tragic, you know. Yeah, just they're not renowned for being violent. That whole family was uh, assassinated though. 1998, Iraq announces uh yeah, you UN weapon inspectors we're not cooperating. So, so what? <laughs> nope. When was this? 1998. Oh. We're not we're not cooperating. All right. 2000- what a dumb shit he was. Just cooperate. He didn't just, have him anyway. But I think that the the the, the I think the point now is that uh, his scientists told him all this stuff because they were afraid to tell him no. That was a whole thing. He didn't have any. They weren't even close. Truly a case. But you're of not the, gonna. I'm not gonna be the guy to tell Saddam. Truly a case of the emperor's new clothes. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh hey, sure. Hey Saddam, we got we're this great. We're getting right there. Next week we'll have him. Which that's what happens, you know. Good but that's apparently grief. what. It, and then our intelligence picked up on that. And, right. You know, what Slam happened? dunk. Which I don't really, you know, to tell you the truth, I don't have a problem with invading Iraq and toppling him. My problem is the reasoning. No, the, the making making a democracy out of Iraq, the nation you building. Not make a, mo- a right. democracy That's out of stupid. an Islamic state. Well, it's impossible out of any state that doesn't want to be a democracy. That too. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's stupid, and that's not what the army's well, for. Nation building. Right. Nation. By George that's w. dumb. Bush. Right. Stupid. 1998. That was uh, that was the date. October 31st. Yeah, Saddam. No, no, UN. You're you're not getting in. 2002, Andrew Fastow. Oh, yeah, I know this guy. Remember this fella? Yeah. Oh, did he throw Kenley, some parties? Enron. Did he throw some parties? I bet he well, had a nice bathroom. Yeah, he he got indicted. Of course, he was the former CFO of Enron. Well, Houston well Grand I think they brought him in late. He's the accounting guy. Houston that, Grand Jury yeah. handed out uh, 78 counts of wire fraud, money laundering, conspiracy, and obstruction of justice. Yeah, well, the guy did like six years. Give him, give him a break. Yeah, six years. Right, out he goes. Yep. And in 2011, on October 31st, the global population reached seven billion. Well, good. Let it reach ten billion. This day is now recognized by the UN as the day of seven billion. Yeah, that's cataclysmic. I guess that 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 means the end of the world's coming. How many people should be on this earth? As many as. The Earth what do you can tolerate. Th- what do you think is really sustainable? Well, they say it's going to get to like nine billion mid-century, and then it's going to decrease. It's going to well, that and that, but it's going to decrease naturally because of an age bubble, right? Well, it's going to decrease because basically, if you if you take out because the, of an age bubble and like people not the age bubble, slower reproduction because yeah, as it's people, going down. I don't even think it's going to reach nine billion. As, as, as people go to middle class, they tend to not reproduce as quickly, right? Yeah, which is the stupidity of global warming because if you want to. How what, did you tie this back to... Let me, that's what I'm going to say. If you go by Al Gore and the dumb shits, right, we want to withhold cheap energy from the African nations, i.e. keep them from developing. Because to develop, you need energy. India, yes, you do. China, right. Africa, right? right? Well, as everybody knows, you just said it. Developed nations have less children. Because if you're in Africa, uh, it's better to have 10 children working your fields and, and burning dung than have a coal-fired plant giving you cheap energy. That, that is true. It is true. I, so it's stupid. I'm, I would only counter by rephrasing that slightly. All right. To no develop, fake news. No, no. Uh, this is because this is not news. This is an assumption of mine because yeah. I've studied this a little bit. All right. A developing nation with an emerging middle class will have a slowdown right. in, in population out of the middle class. Well, then how do you have a developing, a burgeoning middle class without cheap energy? I want to hear this. Well, I don't know you that. Don't. It, China has a developing middle class of over 200 million people, but I don't know they that. They have you, cheap energy. They burn coal. They do, but I don't, know, I don't know that it's necessarily cheap. It's cheap. It's cheap. Cheaper than solar. It's cheap by the opportunity cost of the other, but I still think it's a sizable portion uh, of, a, uh, of a family's market yeah, basket. Yeah, but... I'm not denying that, okay. but it'd be a hell of a lot more. As long as you're more. not denying that. Yeah, but solar and wind are four times as expensive. Yeah, I know. Well, I it's know. not cheap anymore. All right. That's because yeah. Chinese don't make as much, but it's still well, coal you, is the cheapest you energy. You never got the economy of scale you needed there. I don't know if you can ever get you it. You can't. Unfortunately, you can't. 
without government subsidies. You don't think the free market could take care of this one? I hope. If If they can, great. If it really... I don't know. But see, it I, hasn't yet. I think, but I think the hasn't yet argument is, is strictly the opportunity cost argument, because as long as it's cheap to mine or cheap to refine, what coal, coal or oil? Well, that's the problem, though. Solar, you're it's not cheap because what they use for these reflectors and the batteries is inherent. They're they're like those you know rare earth minerals. They're, those are that's those exactly, are very you expensive. And I are that's the ag- problem. You and I are in agreement here. Right. Just now, maybe we, sometime in the future they won't be. That's what I'm saying. When the opportunity Fine. cost Excellent. equals out, where okay, now extracting coal or extracting oil has gotten to such a endeavor. In terms yeah, of but coal is now it's 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 not that stuff that's coming out now maybe it now maybe in China I don't know but in the United States our emissions are down twenty percent since nineteen ninety mm-hmm. okay yeah it's well, clean LA, coal LA, LA doesn't have any more smog it's clean coal well right. they burn it cleaner yeah that's that to me is makes more sense than making solar uh, competitive okay but I th- you're arguing you just my, burn clean coal you're arguing my same point though in terms of the economics of it yeah you have to get to the point where where you never will. Where coal, where solar is competitive with coal, you'll never will. Never. You're just saying there's an endless supply of coal. Of course, 500 years. By that's that not, time, we won't need it okay, anymore. That's not endless, though. If we won't need it in five, believe me, okay. energy we need in the 500 years, we won't even be burning. We won't need fossil fuel. I'm saying 50 years we won't need fossil fuels. Okay, well that's fine. What are we going to go on in 50 years then? <laughs> Probably fusion. Who knows what? Oh, I hope so. Fusion. Yes. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. God only knows what they'll have. But in 50 I think years. fifty years ago we kind of said the same thing. Well, fifty years ago, yeah, look what yeah, look what we had. What do we have? We well, had coal and oil. Right. And fifty years later we have coal and oil. Right, but it's clean coal and cheap. Oh no, oil. it is yeah. cleaner, yes. Yeah. Yes. We may have they may have emissionless coal. Or they may have mm-hmm. co- they may have uh nanobots that take out everything that coal puts in the atmosphere, the pollution, eaten up by nanobots. So nobody cares. Yeah, send up the drones, let Whatever. them sweep it That's up. That's what they're going to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Scrubbers, you know. Where am I here? Oh, yeah, the $7 billion. Okay, so who died today? Armand, I only got a, I got a couple. Oh, I got, uh, yeah, you're One I up. think we both want to talk about. Not uh, me. Really? He's a lousy general. What are you going to talk about him? Not him. What, you mean his? No. 1879, let me go through the list. Joseph Hooker died. American yeah. general, Civil War, yes. Yeah. If you've studied the Civil War, you certainly know Joe Hooker. 1926, Harry Houdini dies. I got 1916, Charles Taze Russell. Charles Taze Russell. Yeah. Who we, who's Jehovah's who's, Witnesses? Oh. That's the man. That's the guy? Okay. Yeah. And he has Miracle Wheat. Made a lot of money on that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. And he was tax-free again. Yeah. What which, a racket. Which supported his mistresses. What a racket. I like him. Uh, 1988. John Houseman. Well, you're talking about Harry Houdini, I believe, right? Did you yes, I on? mentioned Harry All Houdini. Right, well, if you we're going to talk listening. about him getting punched in the gut. Yeah. Yeah. So he, that's, that's, you know, that was all. Oh, we talked about him the other day, actually, because you were, when you were on your sojourn to uh, Southern California. Yeah, when I was visiting I was my talking daughter. with Jack and Andrew about uh-huh. this guy. About Houdini? He's always bragging about how he could take, yeah, a, take anybody's a, shot and stuff. Yeah. Well, he's lying on a couch somewhere. Right. Some college kid, smart ass. Here, take that. And uh, whether he actually the, the the punch itself actually killed him or he, he already had his pancreas, well, something? he already had appendicitis apparently or whatever, and it ruptured it whatever. But that was the end of him. Eric Weiss this is his real name, by the way. Yeah, portrayed by Tony Curtis. Houdini did America a great favor though. When he uh, named Buster Keaton. Well, true, but he also got all those, uh, you know, the 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 mediums. Yeah, right. Well, he that just was exposed them all. We were talking about fraud, that too, which well, was that, great, and that was his big. Uh, a bone of contention with uh, the guy that wrote um, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, Conan Doyle? Co- Arthur Conan Doyle, yeah. Because Conan Doyle really believed oh, in that Oh, he shit. believed in that? Oh, yeah. Oh, Apparently his son died young or whatever, and he's always trying it's to— Channeling? Yeah, trying to get them, a medium to you know fix him up with him. Or whatever. And who do you say? You're full of shit. All these guys are, and that was, yeah. His, yeah, that yeah. was his deal. Look, any, here's all you have to— re- As soon as money is involved in something— in the supernatural, yeah, it's full of shit. Yeah, but here's the point I like to make. Listen, if, if all right, so you're some old lady, right? Yeah. And and you're you've lost a, a beloved, yes, nephew, whatever, anything, and you go to some quote medium, and yeah. they charge twenty bucks to talk to the guy, yeah. and he makes you, I feel great, I'm I'm doing well, everything's, and it and it gives the woman or old man some comfort. Is it that big of a deal? 
What do you think medicine is? Well, you give people placebos, well, they feel better. Uh, that's true. Well, that is true. But a placebo so, is not necessarily a lie. The other, yeah, but if a lie, the that's other is an outright the, lie. Right, but if it makes the person feel better and more content so and, the ends, and more at ease. The ends justify the means. I don't think, yeah. Okay. For 15 bucks or what, 25 bucks, if the lady feels better leaving than she did coming in, yeah. it's better than a massage. Yeah. That's my point. Better than seeing a chiropractor? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, well I'm that's Or yeah, a I'm podiatrist? Not, right. Now, uh, that, that, of course, is voodoo medicine. <laughs> I wasted six weeks of my life learning podiatry. Hmm. All right. Anyway, but Houdini, yeah, um, yeah, he yeah, he really he dispelled he, a lot. He, of that, but he, I'm just saying, I don't know how about he got much, him. Was that such a great service to? Well, I think know, it humanity. was a good service. I think it was. I think it was. When people start to have magical thinking, Armand, it does. What do you think religion is? God damn it! It's magical thinking. <laughs> well, I'll tell you that right but now. But if it makes people feel better, I don't have a problem with it. It's when they go, you know, you go hack somebody's head off. Yeah, then it's a problem. Allah, exactly. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. But if you want to go to church every and, and they tell you that you're going to, you know, be happy being poor because the afterlife, you'll be better off than the rich guy. And that gives you some comfort. Have you ever heard I don't that, have a problem with it. Have you ever heard that the whole theory? It's the opium of the people. Well, yeah, but the, basically the Romans perfected it because they're like, okay, how do you pacify the masses? It's a good idea. Yeah. Tell them it's great to be poor. Right. You're stupid not to. What, what could be better? So, on the other hand, yeah, there's a lot of good things in religions, which are more of the philosophical nature of just about how to go about your life. Well, the, the, and, and if people would actually pay attention to that, we'd, we'd be in a much better state. But that's the irony of global warming to me, which is more oh, or less... Wait a minute. Global warming. Listen to my argument. Global warming is a religion of people that don't have religion. Because and it's like a self-flagellation when you when you're like ashamed to get in your car and burn fuel or take a hot bath. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of, that's nonsense. How many people are like a that? lot of people are no. like these environmental wackos? You think? Are you well, kidding? No, the I, people that tie themselves to trees. Yeah, that's, as if they're saving the world. That, that's, are you kidding me? That's a tenth of a tenth of a percent. I don't of think it's a people. tenth of a percent. Environmental oh, screwballs? Armand, you're way overestimating how many of these, these people, people there are. Oh, come on. No, you are. Seriously. Listen, I have a buddy of mine, this poor guy, he's a podiatrist, which, of course, okay. makes you a, ph- a phony, yeah. but he's a nice guy. All right. He lives in Iowa City. I don't. He's told me many times, he's just driving along the street in his Hummer, and people finger him. Literally get nasty with the guy because he's driving a Hummer. Okay, that brings me to this. Yes. You know that what would Jesus drive debate? <laughs> what would he drive? A Volt? No. He'd drive a huge SUV. In fact, he'd have two of them. You ever been to Israel? You see how rocky that is? You got 12 disciples? You're getting two Suburbans, for God's sake. See, now that's sacrilege, buddy. It's the truth. That's blasphemous. Well, would Jesus drive? He'd have two huge Chevy Suburbans with four-wheel drive. All right. What would he? What, what, well, he wouldn't need a boat because he can walk on water, so we don't need that. That saves. Energy. He still sailed in a boat. He didn't have to, though. I guess not. But of course not. Oh, Even Saint Peter walked supposed, on water are you too. Supposed to be doing a miracle every second of every day. I don't think so. You get the two SUVs. That's what he, exactly what he does. Do and you, they, let me. And, and I'm going to ask you straight out. And, do you believe in this bullshit? Global warming. Do you think the world hangs in the balance? You and I have discussed this for years. I don't years. I don't remember. You don't remember. No. What is what is you your You say the world is getting hotter as well. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Not in the last 20 years. Okay, you've changed your tune then. The, for the last 10,000 years it's been getting we're coming out of an ice age, but the I think the possibilities are very keen that we may be going back into an ice age. So I don't know. But the last the temperatures over the last 20 years have not increased one bit. Meanwhile, CO2 emission, I'll grant you this, 40% has gone up. It's 403 parts per million now, mm. that, which confirms what I'm saying. CO2 goes up, temperature stays the same. There is no correlation. That's my argument. Okay, great. But what's uh, yours? I don't have an argument. <laughs> well, if, if, if we keep going the path we're going, is, it, is the world going to end? End? That's, that's, yeah. No, Literally, the world will shake us off like a bad case of fleas. Okay, good. That's the I'm, I'm channeling George right. Carlin. Here. I got that. Fine. The world will go. Yeah, and we'll be gone. Good. Okay, so that's the worst thing that can happen. We're destroying ourselves. We're not destroying the the world. The world will always until the point right. that the world gets succumbed to by the sun. Right. 
or five billion years blasted hence. through by an asteroid that just which will be happening probably it. faster. Yeah. Okay. Sooner. Yeah. Those are your two options. Okay. That's how we're. That's how the world is going but out. What? Uh, yeah. But, we the people will just be a footnote. But what about global? What about burning carbon dioxide? I'd rather are not. We, if we if we couldn't. Me too. I'd rather not. Okay. But, but we can't. We, I just had a discussion with you that you've already forgotten. Until the economies align, where solar and and everything else is 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 as cheap or as easy to do as oil and coal, you're going to be burning oil and coal. End and, of story. But that's I don't understand I'm asking, what, what you are the, don't. What get. are the ramifications of this? Do you think it's a cataclysmic? Well, you don't think it's Armageddon? We're going to we keep burning. Coal. We're going to have to see, aren't we? <laughs> Relax. Take We're going to have to That's see. That's the good news. I don't We're know. okay. We're okay. Everybody's going to be fine. I've never seen people John that get so mad when you say everything's Don't ever great. drink before we do a show again. I'm going to smoke some dope next 1993, time. Federica Fellini Wait a minute. died. John Hausman, don't just pass over well, this we, guy. You're going to tie John Hausman to global warming no, somehow. I'm not. I'm going to say the guy won an Academy Award for playing uh, Kingsfield oh, so good. in uh, Paper Chase. He was also good in, uh, oh, um, what was that movie where... Uh, Oh, seven Days in May with oh, Burt yeah, Lancaster. Yeah. Remember, he was an admiral. Yeah, yeah. That's now when you think of an admiral, John Hausman. That's John a guy Hausman, you think yeah. of. You and know. he now he's also said we were talking about Orson Welles being an auteur. Yeah, Hausman hired her. All he told uh, Orson Welles to do was go over. Herman Mankiewicz wrote that script. Which one? Kane. Kane. Susan yeah. Kane. He yeah. said, "Go over there. Make sure he doesn't drink." That's all Orson Welles is supposed to do. Good job. Let him do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Orson said. I wrote it. Kingsfield, you're a son of a bitch. Remember that? Yes. Mr. Hart. I remember on on the TV series. That is the only intelligent thing you've said today. When he ghosted uh, Mr. Hart. I... I Oh, uh, was that on? It was was the TV version. Oh. I I ghost you. You no longer exist in my class. Smith Barney. They we earn it. it. Yes. Uh, yeah, Fellini. And then I like for it. I like uh, La Strada is one of my favorite there you movies. Go. And uh, I just drove by this the other day. I was showing a friend of ours who was uh, in L.A. for the first time. Oh. Um, I said, uh, you know River Phoenix? Yeah, I kind of remember. Oh, you mean Johnny Depp's bar? Yeah, I said that's where he died. On Sunset, right? Yeah, Viper next Viper to Book Soup. Is that still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who oh, yeah. Really? Who the hell goes to Viper? I don't anymore? know. I'd rather go to the bookstore. I'd rather yeah. go to the bookstore, too. That's, yeah, we're old. I definitely go to Book Soup before Fuck I go yeah, to the Viper Then I'd walk up to Carney's and get a dog and some sweet potato nah, fries. You like that? Well, Carney's is sweet potato fries yeah. there are awesome. I was there the night the Cardinals lost game three of 2004. Oh, yeah? Lost a lot of money on that uh, game. I'm I thought sorry. they were going to turn around the series. Well, they I was in Carney's, man. I was pissed. Yeah, I can, I can see. I can, did you go to the Rainbow Room that night, or what were you doing in what that was I doing? stretch? No, I was just having whatever, you know, pizza with a couple of acting oh, okay. buddies of mine. Right. Yeah, yeah. And we- actually, I was so pissed off, I got in the wrong car. <laughs> yeah, these two girls, Ann and Cynthia, I'll tell you, I, they're, they're driving, and I get, I, I go out, I'm so pissed off, I, I'm seeing red, because I lost like 500 bucks in this game. I go out, I swear to God, I got in a, a this guy, is a black guy, I get in his car, and he looks at me, and is like, I'm so mad, I go, Take me home. <laughs> I just laughed. At that. Sorry, man. He was scared to death. I bet he was. What are you looking at? Take me home. Just another night in Hollywood. And, and I go over to Cynthia and Ann's car, and they're laughing their asses off. We had a guy. Oh, do, we had a guy do that at the time. Super Bowl once. We're in a Crystal's drive-through at about three in the morning, and he announces he has to take a leak. And the guy gets out of the car, drunk. Yes. Oh. Compl- just smashed cool. yeah. Be- there's stages of drunk and then there's yeah. another realm he's in the he's other- bulletproof he's in the other dimension yeah. at this point he wanders back out of the drive-thru goes into the bushes we pull up we're at the window thing we see him coming back up and the the guy who is driving the car jay who i'll just Jay Randolph Jr. Oh, the third. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. Okay, the senator's grandson. Yeah, we played trivia yes, together. Right. Says he's going to get in the wrong car, Tony. He's going to get in the wrong car. Sure enough, he opens the door to a car about two doors behind us where we had been, in a in a car that is not even like ours, and gets in with an African American family. Yes. Who who have the same re- I'm what sure the- mortified? Yeah. <laughs> and casually gets back out. 
and then just keeps wandering until he finds us. Listen, I had a buddy. This guy was noted. We used to have fun. This guy was so smashed. We used to have fun seeing him walk around, you know, stagger around the parking lot looking for cars. But one night, honest God, true story, he, he drives home, goes inside, grabs a piece of pie from the fridge, lies down on the couch, starts watching TV. A guy comes out of the bedroom and goes, what the fuck are you doing in my house? And he goes, what are you doing in my house? He's in the wrong house. He's not even in the right neighborhood. That's how drunk you. Guy called the cops. And he's yelling at this guy, get out of my house. He's on the he's eating the guy's pie, watching TV on his couch. He's not in the right house. So that's how drunk he was. That's beautiful. Yeah. And he was shit-faced. Oh, uh, well, text us or uh, So let's do that uh, yeah. right now. Do us send us your drunk stories. Yeah, uh, all right. Let's to, look, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear them. Message us on Facebook at facebook.com this day in history podcast and uh, we'll we'll read them on the air. Uh for Armand Kachigian and Andrew Allen, everybody, have a great and safe Halloween. And when November the 1st rolls around, we will be here to tell you about it on lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 